welcome again. It's Female Creative Time, the podcast that defines female creativity. Today we are discussing the work of Vowels, a woman who experiments with the voice, extended vocal technique and music technology. So keep listening. Who are you and what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is um, one of the things that I've got on my website is that um, I'm a, a, a specialist in um, uh, vocal and electronic processing, um, so solo electronic processing, multimedia artist. Um, yeah, defining yourself is um, is quite a scary thing, isn't it? It is. It's like, it's like am I really? But am I? Yeah, I, I like that title, but do I? Um, yeah. And I think that's becoming more clear as the years go on. Um, and I, I do, I mean, you said it, didn't you? Um, someone asked you what you did, and I said the same, you know, a mother of three, living in Preston, trying to earn a book. You know, she actually said I'm an artist. Mm. Yes, I say it more often these days as yeah, well. and I'm, I'm trying to train myself to do that as well. Why do you do what you do? Um, I like these. Why do I do what I do? Um, experimenting what I'm good at. Experimenting what I like to do, and I've been doing that all my life. I think um, from an early age, I was always able to kind of make things from nothing. And I think that kind of sprang out in my career. Um, the career forced upon me by me having a child and looking down at that child and saying, my God, it's going to ask me lots of questions and I'm not going to have any answers. Apart from, yes, I smoke 40 a day and alcohol's good. <laughs> there are worse things to tell children. So... So, so the, the thing that got me into music, and I, I always knew lots of musicians, and so I, I, I was kind of in the kind of groupy situations where you watch other people making music, and um, and they always made it look really, really hard. You know, um, my uh, boyfriend at the time was um, Jet's dad, and he was in Nice Cool Works, and he was in um, his own band and, and stuff like that. And he used to go out and he used to come back and it had been up four o'clock in the morning. I said, well, where have you been? I've been in the studio. So, well, what have you, what have you got? Can I listen to it? Can I listen? Oh, no, we didn't get anything done. It was long and, you know, we've got a few things down, but it's not right. We'll have to, have to do it tomorrow. And you say, my God, what a tedious ordeal having to do all that, you know. Um, so, um, yeah, so that, that was kind of background of music. And then when I had Jet, and he kind of fucked off. Um, I had to get out of the house, so I went to um, a little adult education centre up the, the road. And this is a Manchester. Manchester is brilliant if, you, if you're a new mum. It absolutely is. There's loads of things for you. Chat rooms and all sorts. I don't mean fan post chat rooms. Um, but yeah, so um, I had to do something while she was in the crash. So she went, I had to put her in the crash completely free. And I could pick between painting for pleasure, music, listening, um, and I think um, writing, um, literary thing, poems, poetry and stuff like that. So I picked music for pleasure because I thought I'll give this one a go. 
and I walk in and there's um, quite a young girl, young mum and everything, and there, there's a, I've got the recorder team from the church, which are all old ladies, on one side of the room, and just like really old people. So I thought, what's this look like? So I stayed for a bit, and um, yeah, they just played all this classical music. And considering I had such a busy life, I kind of just, well, being a mum basically, that was busy enough for me. And um, I just, it was my hour of relaxation. And then we had um, like half an hour of just listening. So you just sat there and listened to this lovely music. And then after that, we did some music theory. So I got my grade, grade two and grade four listening from just going into that little bit. And that was the first thing I did musically. Awesome. So, um, so yeah, so that, that kind of, um, yeah, got me into it. Um, I love it. I love making sounds. I like. I. I. I've become more and more and more into it. The more I look into it, yeah. Sort of philosophy of music and stuff like that. So you kind of because it's always on your mind. You're kind of walking out into the street and listening to everything. You know, yeah. Along. You you, you realise how much more there is to know once you start knowing more. Yeah. <laughs> And, and like that thing I said with the other day, when I was just sat outside my bare feet and I started moving my legs, thinking I haven't done much exercise today. And then I got this nice little rhythm with my toes and ball in my feet. And yeah, oh, yeah. Record that. So you become obsessed with it, really, don't you? Oh, so very much. Music is your life, or sound is your life, and then you, and that's how you, you go, go, you know, sort of go through life. I never actually thought I was any good at it. I never actually thought I was any good at anything, to be fair. Um, but I like to be entertained. I get bored very, very easily. So I think anything, you know, if I if I um, have a quiet moment and I want to do some drawing, I would put my heart into it or some painting and um, see what happens. And people will go, oh, that's amazing. I'll go, is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it really? Oh, okay. So next question we've got is, how do you work? Hmm. I remember, um, I remember really liking being a teacher because um, it gave me a lot of freedom in the classroom to kind of make things up, to teach the kids and get them involved. Um, so, so yeah, um, I don't know. It, it, it's it's quite hard sometimes. It's quite hard sometimes. When I had an audience all the time, like my kids, I could experiment all the time. Um, now that I'm here and I'm doing um, female creative, I've still got someone to work with, which is um, Barry Moore, who's talking to me now. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I have an idea, and usually the idea changes within the process. Yeah. And then I feel like I've got somewhere because I've gone through the motions, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So you're 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 thinking um, you're thinking something. You work on it for quite a while, and then it turns out to be something else. And and I think that's sometimes a good uh, a good sort of analogy of, of putting things together. Yeah, and yeah. Sometimes it has actually worked that I've you know done something and it's had a theme and. You know, it's, it's focused on one particular thing. It's like um, at the moment I'm doing um, a doctorate in um, in sort of voice work and um, extended vocal technique and stuff. 
to um, get, um, I really like doing sort of experimental um, vocal stuff. Just think it's fascinating. Um, we were talking about how you work, but I think you've pretty much answered that. Uh, I just got drifted off. I was just looking at the keyboard thinking I need to fix that. Yeah. I like doing what I do, so it's not like work to me, I think. Sometimes I have to force myself if I've got a deadline. But you know, me doing this, uh, me doing this doctorate, I'm getting forced into actually um, doing stuff. I'm getting forced into doing it. Um, you know, I I just really like writing about it and reading about it. And then when I come to do it, it's like, oh my god, am I going to mm. have to do this now? Because there's so many people out there that can do much better than me. You know what I mean? In your opinion. Mm. Crazy though, isn't it? It's like um, I chose vowel sounds to study because um, one of the things I put in my um, methodology was um, that vowel sounds are used because they're the, they're the first sound you make when you come into the world. You know, um, you know that that is the set that is, you make vowel sounds as soon as, as you come out of the womb. Um, and I was thinking. Um, processes of composition and stuff like that. Has anybody ever written a composition um, based on the crying of a baby? How has your practice changed over time? Um, in 2000, which is when I did my BA, and, and that sort of came about through um, avoiding work um, so I went for this BA. I think John Holloway had actually begged me to join it because it was a new course. Um, <laughs> so I was trying to ignore him and she was like, absolutely spot on. What technology have you used? Cubase cable, you're in. <laughs> do I have to do that? Do I have to do an No, come on, come down here, sweet stuff out. And because I was a mature student, they just give you anything, you just, just do it. So by the end of that um, three years, um, I felt quite good about myself. I felt like an audiovisual artist. Um, and for some time, I worked with um, Justine Flynn, who works now in the university, and we were called Angelic Justice, and we did like lots of audiovisual um, installations in libraries and stuff like that, but no money. And so, you know, it was just really getting me down that I never had a penny and I've got to get a job, and it just didn't seem like this was going to be the way forward to make money. Um, and so due to the pains of, of you know, being um, financially um, embarrassed, I had to go out and look for a job. So um, I had not known what I wanted to do, I went into um, learning support, which was basically um, looking after kids with um, problems, learning problems, and so I would do kind of one-to-one -one classrooms. Um, and the funny thing was I had to go for an interview and, um, and, and don't forget that I haven't actually been for an interview for any job ever. Um, that was when, that was, yeah, in 2000, that was um, 20 years ago, it was my first interview for a job. So I did it and they didn't give me the job. And I thought, jeez, I can't even get a bleeding support teacher. What can I get? You know, it's not looking good for me. I rang them up because the advert had been advert advertised in the paper again, you know, learning support teacher needed. So I rang up and I said, um, hold on a minute, well, what did I do wrong? 
and um, they basically said that I'd, I'd talked a lot about myself and what I wanted to do and it just didn't look like I really wanted to do that because they said tell us a bit about yourself well <laughs> so according to them after I'd left the interview I went to my own performing arts college <laughs> and so so I said will you let me do the, the interview again and, um, and I'll, 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 I'll try and be a bit more kind of um, Talk about the job that I've done. A lie. <laughs> yeah. So so I did that and I did it for two years and um I befriended someone in the school and basically I said to him, I'm, I need to leave because I'm turning into the children. I'm, I'm starting to clock watch now because I'm getting so bored in classroom. Um I want to do something else. This isn't you know, this isn't keeping me occupied sort of thing. So um yeah, so I said I'm threatened to leave and, and he said what would you do with the kids if you could just do anything with them? Um, and it was basically music. And I said, I'd like to do this, I'd like to do pressure pads, and I'd like to help kids get into uh, music and, and the, the new technologies that are around. Because we used to do a lot of pressure pads and stuff. So, um, so yeah, so he said, well, why can't you um, see if you can get on this graduate teacher programme and um, you can be our music teacher? And um, the guy that we had at the time, um, called Mr. K, and I don't I care if he's listening, uh, was the shittest music teacher I've ever seen in my life. I was in a room with him supporting this um, young chap, and we had a whole lesson on the metronome, listening to a metronome. There was, we started off with 30 kids in the classroom. How long was the lesson? Um, 40 minutes. Next question. What art do you most identify with? Art. Um, oh. I have actually got a favourite painter and I've forgotten his name. He had very kind of orangey faces and very thin lips. Straight down hair, always posing of women. Um, very long necks. What's he called? I don't know. Does he like have... a very, very kind of um, orangey kind of. Is it one of long the... necks? Looks always kind of paints women in a kind of um, a kind of domestic sense. Uh, how? What? It's not Degas. Because he was the ballerina guy, wasn't he? Ballerina. <laughs> I think it's. Oh my. Oh, God, we should talk about this question last night. <laughs> <laughs> what was he called? Um, oh, that's a favourite one of mine as well. Uh, the one who painted, uh, did the... Um, uh, the the statue the statue of liberty. All right. Um, hold on. Yeah, this one. Lampicker. You see that? Okay. Yeah. Lampicker, like, but I'm 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 struggling for this name for this. Um, well, she was a phone in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
imagine like a lady's face with straight hair, very kind of um, not proportionate, very long neck, very orangey in colour, the skin all the time. Um, <laughs> Who am I talking about? Because I don't know myself. <laughs> what, do you, what do you look up when you're struggling to do that, you know? Uh, what, what, do, what, do you, what do you actually look up for, for trying to... Modigalani? Yes! Yes! <laughs> what about? Uh, I typed in painter orange skin long neck. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> but look at the paintings. Look at the paintings of them. Really, I think it. What what comes out of those paintings is that kind of um, female existence, being, and how we can look just tormented by our lives, but still try and be sexually appealing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They they all look very sort of. A little bit like a woman that's just been asked for it by her husband for sex. I say, oh, yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is he kind of just, he's a man that portrays a woman, and I think that's quite an interesting concept because he can see it. So <laughs> was he married? Like... Was he seeing that face a lot? Oh, just get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never really looked into that. I've just really liked his art. I've just really liked that. And I like that I like um, um, Rothko and, and, and Pollock and, and people like that who just do kind of accidental kind of stuff. And my favourite um, Picasso one is that blue woman where she's naked. Okay, yeah, yeah. You'll be seeing that one. Do you yeah. Know what I mean, it's, I just, it's got to just be appealing to the eye, I think. And I'm very interested in um, the naked body when it comes to looking at the naked body in art. I like that. Um, oh! What work do you enjoy doing the most? You know what I was going to say? You know what the first thing I was going to say? What? Well, that's probably the truest answer, so go with that. Cleaning. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> cleaning though but that I mean there's 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 history to that hate um but I've, I've always hated it it's not something I find relaxing I don't I, and I've tried I've tried many things to make it something that I can <laughs> use but it just I I just don't like it I don't like doing it um and also I do like to I do miss teaching because I've not done it for a while 
I do like teaching. I like um, I like the feeling I get when I, I've taught the kids something. I like that. Mm, I like those aha moments. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's like um, you do a job and a reward. And I think that's why I like cleaning, because my mum used to always thank me so much for doing the cleaning. I did the bathroom and sometimes she used to thank me so much. Um, and same with the teaching, that when I do the teaching, I used to, the kids used to thank me. The, the, the adults never did. But anyway. Um, but I, I, I didn't ever see any adults. It was just day to day, hanging out, hanging around teenagers, even in the, the, the break and dinner time. I was there, still there with my mates, you know, mm. drawing and page and we go <laughs> And it was insane. And, and I, when I used to get home, it was like, quick, pub. You know, I need to see an adult. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that daily at the moment. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what it's like, isn't it, though? Um, but it's, I think you just, you just got to sometimes not beat yourself up about certain things. I mean, you know, if I, if I like cleaning, I like cleaning, you know, if I like doing something, it's just whatever you like, isn't it? It's, it's, it's things that make you better. Um, and, and I really do like that. I didn't think I was going to like, I really like, them doing kind of academic papers and everything now I'm getting really into them. I like doing them. Yeah, yeah. And that's quite frightening. <laughs> it's like, why? Yeah, yeah, it is. And when yeah. I finished it, it's like, it's like I read it back while I didn't read it back. I got that um, on, on Word, that thing's been back to you and read back and I thought, oh, good, just look at me. Smart cow. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. How many questions have you got for me? If I've got to do the same to you? Oh, well, I've, I've got a load marked. I haven't asked all of the ones that I've marked. Um... Let's go with this one. This one could be quite interesting. Okay. What's what's been your scariest experience? Oh, stage all the time, being on stage. I'm guessing better at it now because um, I feel more confident. If ever I'm actually on stage, I have this almighty um, reoccurring dream that I can't remember the first word. I cannot remember the first word for the life of me and it won't get me started into the song. But I'm I'm getting better. <laughs> I, do, I do I do find it I find it scary. And the weird thing is that if you just put me in a, a room of people and I get straight into talking to them, I, there's nothing wrong with them. It's like I'll get stage fright about doing a presentation where I've got to speak to loads of people. And as soon as I get past the first sentence, I'm fine. I am fine. It's that initial kind of, you know, what could happen? What could happen and everyone's looking? Whereas when I'm talking to a load of people in a room, I'm never thinking everyone's looking at me. I'm looking at them looking at me, if you know what I mean. Mm. So it makes you think. But yeah, um, the scary things... Um, anything happening to people that I love that would scare me oh that does scare me that's what I have nightmares about losing people that I love um, um, oh yeah I can't do heights I went over the suspension bridge well tried to go over the suspension bridge and um, ended up having to have my husband peel my hands off the, the rail where I was white knuckling <laughs> <laughs> We had to go up a hill, so I'm going to put Jet, who was jumping up and down on Clifton's adventure bridge, 
in the middle of the bridge, jumping up and down. And now that she's got children of her own, she said, my God, I'm so sorry, Mom, to, to do that to you. I am really sorry. My heart was up. That's almost like, oh, I'm yeah, yeah. It's making me, it's making me physically sick now. Yeah, yeah. Kids are ace for stuff like that, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Is it? But it's not ace. It's not ace. No, no. It's, it's frightening. Not funny. Stop laughing. I can't. <laughs> it's a <laughs> nervous. And, and, and bridges. I can't do bridges. Yeah, I'm not a fan of bridges. So wherever we go, we can't go over a bridge. <laughs> um, I have, I, honestly, but it's just anything. Even I've gone over London Bridge and done this. Oh, you're over That's a pathetically little bridge. I don't I've never been. You've missed out. Hey? you missed out. I need to take you there. I need to take you to London to see over the bridge. Do it together. <laughs> <laughs> we can both get halfway across and go, oh no. <laughs> I'd probably get all the way across. But no, I mean, London's just a busy place. I'm, that, that, that would be my, my thing, would be all the people. I'd probably go and stand on the bridge to get away from them to go away. <laughs> okay, we've got two, I think, two more, I think that. Um, I'm enjoying this, talking about myself. Let's do more of it. <laughs> okay, what is your dream project? Oh, it had to be a biggie. It had to be all, um, I was going to say all singing and dancing. Um, not possibly the dancing. I, I just would like the whole production. I'd like, you know, um, uh, it's like we're doing this, this, this Hammer of the Witches. You know, in my head, I want all these things to happen, but I haven't got the money. Mm. All the ideas there, but it's the money. And some of the performances to hire dancers to dance in front as we play the music. So all that sort of thing, visuals, all this expensive kit, lots of lighting, the full Monty. Do you know what I mean? It's just, just, just something that I can just like think, yes, that's it. That's what it's about. Because if I go somewhere, I want to be completely enthralled with the experience. I want to experience the experience as something great. Otherwise, there's no point, is there? No. Yeah. You know what I mean? You want to go out and see something that's amazing that you can take home and say, that was different. I think, that, I think that's the main thing. I wouldn't like anyone to go and see my stuff and say, um, oh, she's doing the same as such thing. Didn't really rate that. It's just like um, whatever. And if they came away saying, mm, "I didn't really like it, but it was different," I would be happy with that. <laughs> They'll remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I would be happy with that. But yes, I think I think money stops me from um, from getting to do what I want to do. But it also by taking the money away and not having any money, I think it makes you a bit more creative. Because you've got to use the things around you. Yeah, you um, have to become more resourceful. Yes, absolutely. So, um, so it works either way. But yeah, my my favourite project um, at the moment, my favourite project that I'm doing is the Hammer of the Witches, which I'm doing with you. That yes. is my favourite project at the moment. So um, I'm enjoying that. Yeah, we need to get a bit more of the the face stuff going on. What do you mean? The the makeup. Yeah. Have a bit more of a play with that, but yeah, it, I, yeah, that that one is. Well, I did the one. I tried the makeup, didn't I? <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, but it's one of those things with practice, it'll, it'll kind mm. of... I mean, I've done it once. I've never put makeup on my face before, so that was my first ever go at that, so I'll need to do it well, again. Well, there's, um, there's an awesome artist um, who's on our female creative Yes, show. yes, the the lady that does the... the, the Christina Alvarez. Yeah, lady. yeah. She's amazing. Yeah, I've, I've, we could get her in to do something for us. Yeah, well, I've I've seen her stuff, but yeah, I think that there's going to be opportunities to kind of bring people together and and have collaboration. But we're still we're still quite new. In fact, I need to do a post today. I haven't done one for the last three days. I just haven't had the time. I haven't sat down at well, the computer. It's, it's, right. it's not a contract. We're doing this because we enjoy it. Right? Yeah, I know. I know. I just it's been three days. I just need to go in and and sort of. I've not actually been on Facebook particularly. I just. Mm been busy i actually just like reading your posts i don't actually do them i read them and think oh, how, how lovely how, where do i put i do like the way you put that <laughs> and then i go off and do something else i'm sure i should have done something yeah um, no well nikki nikki apologized for not taking part and it's like it's not actually for you to post if you take part great if you want to post that even better but really it's only about getting you to think differently and as creative people we tend to think oh right i'm a painter i paint and we never kind of look at it and think well i'm a painter but i also kind of like the way that works or what would happen if i applied this particular technique to the thing that i do and I, it, all it is is just little ways of thinking about your practice slightly different and if that gives you something new because I, I find that creatively, I can fall into ruts creatively. And, and if there's nothing that pushes me out of that, I get stuck and then I get demotivated and I don't want to do it. So it's it's just little things. I, mean, I have this, I have this, I mean, one of the questions was, was you know, um, how do you work? Um, that The one on the Wednesday, sometimes it works, because we had this plan, don't we, to um, do kind of independent music practice on a Wednesday. And, and sometimes I just haven't got it. I can't do it because there isn't that. Well, I've actually I've changed that. I have changed that this Wednesday to uh, a rehearsal, that uh, yeah. an actual well, I mean, proper rehearsal. So we we come face to face and we properly rehearse like we would have done in Uclan space. Uh, just maybe an hour or whatever we've got spare, even if it's just half an hour. I think that face to face time of collaborating. Yeah will be so much better than us sitting there going, don't know what to do. Because I, I get to it and I'm like, well... Well, this is what, this is, I mean, it must have been playing on my mind because um, I wanted to kind of give you tasks to do. Yeah. I wanted to say, well, Barry, you do this. And I quite like doing that female creative theme tune thing because it started off nothing. Then I put a bit of echo on it and a drone. I'm going to put something else on it. It's yeah, yeah. build up and build up. It might even go shorter. It might just end up as... Um, <laughs> well, you know, I don't know, or it could turn out as, a, as something massively textured and, and, and you know, and, and quite structured, but I, I just like doing that kind of, just having a bit, you can see or you can hear it. Yeah. I might even take something away. It, it just... It's one of those things, I mean, it might be that it changes every week. I mean, <laughs> we don't need a theme tune. <laughs> yeah, but that's what, but like I say, it's, you know, I, I think that, you know, we devise different ways to work. Yeah. Um, you know, do that. We're still sort of quite isolated, aren't we? Yeah. When can we actually meet up? When can we do that? Because it's six people now in the garden. Uh, awesome. We can have a female creative evening. <laughs> 
professionally, what is your goal? Um, I see myself sitting in a room having an interview with somebody about my work, pretty much like um, Laurie Anderson would. Um, and that's where I would like to be, um, is to be uh, up there and know about my profession, um, know what I'm good at, um, realise the potential that I've always had and discuss things and have people take me seriously and I think I'd like that. So, um, so yeah, I see myself as, um, you know, I'm not going to do my doctorate and be part of female creative and then go and um, start running a shop. I'm going to stick with it and this is going to be the job that I'm taking to the grave with me, basically. So, you know, I would like to talk about the stuff that I've done and where I've been and where I've travelled and stuff. Because um, I'm, I'm just not in the mood to give up. Awesome. Thank you for listening and whatever you do, whether male or female, keep creating. Thank you.